Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor, Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. I'm James. Introducing once again, mighty, magnificent, heavy metal Darren Wall from the band Greyhawk. Because we, we mentioned last time that the, the, this intro, of course, is being recorded separately because we're going to split her in half. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I lost most of my girlfriends. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> anyway <clears throat> uh, <laughs> yeah it was a wonderful interview and uh ended up being two episodes worth so so it's the second part and, and 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 as jody and i record this little intro we we have no idea where we're actually cutting the episode so we can't tell you what you've heard and what you haven't heard but there's a, there's we'll find a spot <laughs> yeah if we could find the spot we would have had more girlfriends <laughs> never had a problem finding the spot <laughs> really that damn little man in the canoe you're hiding in the bushes aren't you you bastard you bastard <laughs> all right <A> anyway <laughs> so yeah um, you'll in this one i'm sure you'll hear some stories of his travels through canada and germany and and some fun things but but otherwise i'm not entirely sure what will be in this one as opposed to the other one yeah <laughs> so are you ready my good sir yes is Baphomet ready? Oh, Baphomet's always ready. <laughs> you just you just request it, and Baphomet will be there, and he will happily let you sign his parchment of. Well, yes, I'll give you what you want. <laughs> Do you want to get the name of your podcast real quick? Since you mentioned, sure, it? it's actually it's you know it's it's called Keepers of the Flame, and it's uh, it's a classic metal podcast. We talk about um, strictly classic sounding releases but we talk about we talk about new releases only so if there's an album that's made in the classic metal vein and it's new then we'll we'll review it like we've done um what have we done we did the new halloween was the most recent one we talked about the new coronary the uh, crystal viper um witch hazel and i've discovered a lot of really cool music do it doing this and, and it's neat so we do that and then we kind of have our picks of the week where we'll you know pick an album out of our collection and talk about that then we have a random topic where we'll talk about you know whatever you know i had a it kind of it kind of started off because i had a pretty epic uh we had a pretty epic show about you know john schaefer <laughs> you know the first the first time and people kind of like you know that just whole that situation is just absolutely hysterical to me so you know i don't i don't hate the guy or anything i don't you know it's whatever he wants to do what he wants to do i just thought it was funny as hell yeah so. <laughs> yeah. yeah we we tend to stay away from politics so we <laughs> me too but, but yeah, yeah it was like uh, i mean we, we 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 mainly talked about it from a band perspective and i was like what's this motherfucker gonna do for the rest of us yeah. <laughs> you know it's like you're like you're you're 55 or 56 and all you've ever done is play in a metal band are you gonna like get a job now like good god dude like what are you gonna do that was my whole thing i'm like this poor guy like you know it's just you know i have yeah exactly no no politics but i just like i just thought the whole situation was really fun but yeah and he pissed off both sides eventually so yeah <laughs> exactly now he's yeah now, now he's gonna go like hide in the middle of nowhere because he's made everybody mad <laughs> Well, he's in Indiana, um, I think, and that's pretty much the middle of nowhere already. So he's he's halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you go from there? God, like you gotta go to you gotta go to Canada, basically. <laughs> you gotta go to where I'm from if you want to be like more on. I was going to Saskatchewan or something. No one, no one, 
No one will, you live with Brock Lesnar. No one will find you there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, no, we appreciate your time. Did did you have anything, Jody, that we... No, no, no. That was... I think I covered it for me. Yeah. Cool. We could keep talking, but I know we've had you for about an hour, and I'm sure after a long day of work... You, you probably have a few things to do. <laughs> probably, but whatever. <laughs> I'll have to ask the wife. She'll, tell, she'll remind me if there's anything I got to do. I'll figure it out. But yeah, it was, uh, that, dude, that, that, this was fun, man. This was fun. Oh, yeah. You know, some, sometimes, you know, I just, yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to expect, but these things are sometimes fun, sometimes excruciating, and this was a lot of fun. So thanks. <laughs> we appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. But yeah, I probably, I should let you guys get rolling because it's probably like, you know, gone on 11 o'clock your time. So, like, <laughs> yeah. well, like you said, this was fun. So, time isn't, yeah, yeah it's time yeah, is meaningless yeah. when it's fun. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I hope we can get out there, man. Like, I, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll definitely endeavor to. Um, I want, I, even if I, I'd love to just do a couple shows around you know, uh, Legions of Metal, because that's going to be awesome. And I'm, I, we were supposed to play last year, and we're actually supposed to play the year before, and we couldn't because our singer was in opera. And then, obviously, we couldn't do this year. Um, but I, I can't wait. To, I've never been to Chicago, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to go see some of the rest of the country around there. So hopefully we can come on your guys' way. Yeah, that's awesome. I, whether I get to come up or not, I'll happily give you advice on Chicago. That's where my mom's family's from and some colleagues. And if you make it to Indy, I'll definitely be there. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, my, my drummer keeps talking about hot dogs in Chicago. I'm like, dude, you know we're playing a metal festival, right? <laughs> like, all he talks about is fucking hot dogs. He's like, I just got to get one of those hot dogs, man. And I'm like, well, get you your hot dog. It'll be okay. <laughs> oh, the, the hot dogs, Chicago dogs are the best. But don't eat it till after the show unless he wants to shit halfway through. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told him. Like, okay, so we play Friday. I'm like, Friday's all business. You guys want to go get in a food coma from like the pizza casserole, the hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> and if, if anyone tries to make me drink that Malort stuff, though, I'm <laughs> not having it. It is vomit in a shot glass. It is so gross. Like somebody gave me that once, and I there's a one bar in in Seattle that's, that sells it. And somebody gave me that, and I got to here, and I was like, no, 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 no. there's no way that's going in my mouth. Absolutely not. That, that tends to be the majority, but we actually like it. I'm on my second what? fifth. Oh yeah, I've, I've got my second fifth in my cabinet right now because I've gone through one whole fifth myself. Really? <laughs> Did you like it? Did you like it right away, or is it like an acquired thing? I, I think. It's acquired partially because you have to do a few shots, but also when you realize nobody else likes it, it gives you that little charge of, aha, you don't like it, but I'm, I'm macho enough, even though Uh, you're obviously can lift more than I can. (laughs) Well, it's like, I got it. I got it. So it's funny. Like my dad used to say, um, he, he drank, my dad drank scotch whiskey. And I always, I asked him like, what got you into scotch? He said, well, when I was in high school, in college, like I was at this place and if you'd always have to like sit on your case of beer or people would steal it, you know, at parties. So he's like, I started drinking scotch because no one would want to drink it. Like <laughs> just buy cheap scotch and no everyone would leave my booze alone. Okay. But I mean, I, I guess 
I, I, I guess I could see that. I imagine it is an acquired taste, you know, like so all, all those herbal liqueurs kind of are like, I like Underberg. So maybe like, maybe, maybe now I would be more, I, I would like Malort. I would like Underberg. Are they kind of similar? Very, yeah, I, I think so. I've had Underberg a couple times and yeah, it's, it's Malort's a little more rough, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. Not too small. Yeah, we play a game at the local bar where, you know, if, I don't know if you know, the bottom of the Underberg bottles is a number. So everyone buys a round and you chug them. Well, like whoever gets the highest number has to buy the whole round. So that's like the, that's the game we always play, play at the local bar here. But I guess maybe, I'll, you know what, if I'm in Chicago, I'll tell you what, you got for you, I'll, I'll, I'll do a shot. I'll tr- actually try it. I'll, 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 I'll give it, I'll give it a go. Cause you know, you only live once. Yeah, you'll have yeah, to do exactly. the Chicago handshake. What's the Chicago handshake? It's a uh, it's a shot of Malort and uh, old style. Oh, yeah, I love old style though. So that's that's just like a classical pilsner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like similar. I think it's similar to what we call we call it Wilson pilsner. I mean, we have we have it in Canada too. I think it's very similar. But yeah, yeah, no, I'll do that. Good. Yeah, yeah, very similar. That 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 that'll, that'll work. I'll do that. That that works for me. I love old style. Hell yeah. So I have to ask when you did the when you do the Underberg, I've only had it a couple times. Indianapolis has a uh, a heavy metal restaurant uh, where they also have Kuma. Uh, it's called Kuma's, but they and, and they have it in Chicago. They have Malort. They have Underberg. Did they serve it in this little like for a herbal liqueur, which is kind of like this really strong tasting thing? They served it in the most wiener glass that had this long stem, and it made it feel mm-hmm. like it was like some sort of champagne type of did you did you get that when we went up there in june no but i sent you a picture of it okay okay no we went no we get the they get the little bottles you gotta like suck it out of a little bottle so it goes down nice and slow like you get every, <laughs> you get the taste every drop of it like you don't get the you don't get to sip it uh so okay so the bottles you mentioned are small and everybody gets one as opposed to you all getting a fifth of it <laughs> yeah you get, well you, they come in like they come in packs of like five bottles so you could just buy it. You can just, but it's when you just pass one to each person, and then you just like they call it like call it the bar. So one guy will start like bang, 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 and like banging the bottle on the table, and then everyone will start like gathering around, and then we play the game, and then someone has to buy, and then I don't know. I think I probably got more free shots than I've had to buy, so it, it works out pretty good mathematically. <laughs> yeah. uh, that sounds awesome. I'd rather do it that way. Yeah, but this, I mean, when I went to Germany in 2019, um, I discovered a lot of those type of liquors I actually liked. Because um, the singer of Skeletor, I was there with him, and he loved, um, he loves Jägermeister. So he was drinking Jäger like crazy, and I don't really participate in Jäger too much. I just drank too much of it as a youth. And uh, this guy was like, we were at this place called the Viking Mead Bar in Berlin, which was fucking badass. First time I had a Boucher, first time I had a Boucher was there. Um, I was hooked. Like this, that's my favorite kind of mead. And um, he's like, "Do you want to try the ones that we actually drink here?" I was like, "Yeah." So they give us a little shot glass of um, I don't remember what it's called, but it had like a bright orange zest taste to it. And it, on top of that herbal stuff, it was really, really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, orange and lemon zest. When you get that actual zest, that's the best. Yeah, have you guys been to Germany before? I have. I, I lived oh. over there for about. 14 months back in the 80s oh wow it's uh that was life-changing man like that was really like i should really should have talked about this when we were in the middle middle of the interview but um 
I'll, uh, when I, when I, before I went there, like I was probably, I still like was happy playing music, but I was a little bit jaded, you know, with mm-hmm. the whole local music scene. I was like, yeah, you know, I got this Greyhawk band. We're pretty good. Um, I just didn't feel like anybody gave a shit about this type of music anymore. You know, like there was a, an underground scene, but yeah, whatever. And then, so me and my buddies made a pact to go see Manowar. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the final battle tour. Yeah, and we said if we're gonna go see Manowar, like let's go to Germany and see Manowar because that's the place to do mm-hmm. it. Um, so we went and saw them in Frankfurt, and it was just like, man, it, it is a different ball game over there as far as heavy metal goes. Like we we land, we get to the hotel, and you know, my 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 buddy Angus is wearing a Motorhead shirt, much like I am now, mm-hmm. and we walk into the this fancy hotel because we got a nice hotel for day one. You know, I always, that's always my travel thing. It's like day one, you know, we're going to rough it a bit, but day one, we we just flew t- like not 12 hours, 16 hours. Let's get a nice hotel. Let's get a good sleep. Let's get a good breakfast the next morning. We walk in and the, the, the lady behind the behind the counter of the hotel goes, you know, hail Lemmy Motorhead fucking rules. And we're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And then she starts telling us like, she's like, do you want to know where Joey DeMaio's staying? Like I can tell you where he's staying and you can go like try to get his autograph. <laughs> I don't want like, to hang out with a fucking guy, but like, I, I want to see the show. So she's like, yeah, like everyone's really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. And then, yeah, like the next day we were walking around Frankfurt and people were just like, yeah, we're going to see you tonight at the show and stuff. And like people in like lawyers, and, like people in suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was, and it was insane. We go to the, we go to the gig and like, we got there early and people are like selling bottles of beer on a shopping carts you know in, in the parking lot and everyone's t- and everyone's before the show orderly and politely mm-hmm. you know no one's getting out of hand but you know they're blasting power metal over a pa and everyone's drinking in the parking lot and then the show and you know, we, we left and basically like um there's more people selling beer shopping carts and then we get on the train and we're heading back and me and my, a bunch of my Canadian buddies were there. When I get a little tipsy, I go revert back to full Canadian. So we're just, and one of the Canadians really our sense of humor and how we kind of show affection to our friends. We really bust each other's balls. Like we're really, so me and my buddies are just like having at each other on this train. And these German people are just like, like they're just like listening to all the shit we're saying to each other. They're just fucking howling. And like they're they're like, you guys want to come to the heavy metal bar with us tonight? We're like, yeah. <laughs> we go to this bar that's like down this fucking cobblestone steps into this dark like underground bar, and they're playing Halloween and Gamma Ray and Master Plan and Majesty and all these badass power metal bands. I'm like, what is this place? And like everyone's like singing and happy, and we were we're all singing Manowar tunes a cappella all the way back to the bar. <laughs> I was like, man, this is a whole new world. Like, and then I was like, man, you know what I'm going to do? We're going to make a badass record. We're going to get a record deal in Europe and we're going to come here and we're going to play for these, these people. Cause this is, this is our audience right here. These are the people we got to play for. And if COVID didn't happen, not to harp on that too hard, but you know, if we, if we didn't, we would have been there because yeah. we had, we had offers and you know, it just unfortunately just didn't happen, but it'll happen again. You know, once once you know, traveling becomes a thing and, and whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was 
Germany was life-changing, man. And then, yeah, like the next day we we went to Berlin and we went to the Rob Halford bar in Berlin and met the guys. Have you ever heard of that Ben Stallion? You guys ever heard of those guys? Really cool. Heard of them, yeah. Really cool traditional band from Germany. We met those guys in the Halford bar. They took us to some party in East Berlin in another bar where they had like a heavy metal, like, it was like a heavy metal disco night. It was wild. Like, they were just... Yeah, they're just playing all kinds of cool underground music, metal, and people were just like rocking out, dan- like almost dancing, but like, you know, headbanging and like, you know, going absolutely bonkers. It was so cool, man. I was like, I don't want to go home. Like, I just want to stay here. <laughs> no kidding. Jeez. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah, American musical tastes tend to suck. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, we're, we're, the, we're the few in the crowd still over here. I mean, there's still a real solid you know, underground collective in, in this country. Um, there's a, I'll tell you this, like the German folks love the American, the, the new American traditional metal bands. Like they, they're crazy about the music that comes from over here. You know, like they just, they're really into it. And they're just, I wish that one of the hardest things for us is getting our tunes over there and trying to, because they want to buy them from us on Bandcamp. And I'm like, I have to charge you thirty but dollars shipping. Don't buy them from us. Like, yeah, buy them from a label. Buy them from our label. Buy them from someone else over there. Like, I don't care. Like, it's it's fine. They're like, we want to give you the money. I'm like, I don't care about the money, but to save yours. Like, don't pay sixty dollars for a freaking LP. That's crazy. Like, I, I can't justify. I I can't justify charging you that much. Have to. You know, like, so please just buy it from a label for God's sakes. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but that that's business uh, too. Uh, you know, you're getting a fan base. So I love the fact that that's music mm-hmm. and that's your heart and you, and you want to make it best for everybody, but that everybody will appreciate yeah. that. And if you come out with another album and they start selling and it, it, it's good for everything. Yeah, exactly. And you know, how our, how our record deal works is some mechanical license. So there's no royalty sharing. Um, basically they split the physical product with this at a certain ratio um, and we set, we keep 100% of what we sell they keep 100% of what they sell it's very fair um, doesn't get messy we only we keep the rights to everything uh, they just can, they just are allowed to sell it. so it's not like in the 80s when bands were just like signing their catalog away and like getting ripped off for the rest of their existence yeah um, but what people don't realize is like I'm like dude if you go buy albums from the label it helps us because if they run out they make more than we get more so buy up all those lps so they'll send us more we're, we're on the third yeah. press yeah we're on the third pressing of keepers of the flame right now so like we're doing real well um, nice it would be nice to do a fourth or fifth like buy yeah. that if you're in europe buy it from fighter records and you know the guys that run these record labels you know these indie record labels are not like you know i guess there's the image from the 80s and 90s like the fat cat record label guys just like evil and whatever but these guys are just rad dudes who want to help metal bands you know that's kind of what it comes down to is there's there's a bunch of rad dudes that you know love underground metal and want to keep it alive and because the physical product has come back there's now it's viable once again to have small record labels whereas in the 2000s when everything was digital like it wasn't so viable because they just could nobody knew how to make a dollar you know yeah and i knew the music industry was, the music industry was screwed when i went to this music industry night with a friend of mine from one of my old record labels and 
you know, we're talking to all these like fat cats in the Vancouver BC music scene. And they're like, this is like 2008 or nine. They're like, what's this MySpace thing? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) it's the thing I stopped using two years ago, dude. Like, like, how does this MySpace thing work? I'm like, it doesn't know more. (laughs) You know, that's a legit quote. This guy was like, what's this MySpace? I'm like, Bro, it's not good. <laughs> up there with politicians trying to regulate Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You know, just you, you can't do it, man. Like, it's just you can't control it. I mean, it's it's nice that now things like Jam Camp are there. So they offer the fans a viable way to pay artists directly for their music because I think people feel better about that. Uh, at least I know I do. Um, but you know, at the same time, it's 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 just nice that people are into. I mean, even if even if vinyl is doesn't vinyl doesn't sound quite as cool as CDs do, in my opinion, it's cool. I still like it. I like it for the art. I like. Yeah. I think I think vinyl is like a social thing. Like if you have your friends over and you're spinning records on a turntable and everyone's kind of thumbing through the collection, I mean, you put this on next and then this one, like it creates. It's a it's a cool social thing. It's better than I don't know like the freaking aux cord and an MP3 player. So. Mm-hmm. but the thing that gets me is tapes like people want tapes again and i'm like okay like <laughs> yeah you know, i know that that just i'm like why <laughs> i know it, it, that was the one medium that i was really glad went away i mean when yeah. cd replaced tape I was like you mean i don't have to fast forward to hear that one song i want to hear anymore but i guess you know some people like them because they're cheap some people have i mean whoever however you want to consume music is cool i mean if you want oh, yeah. people, you want all those old timey piano scrolls or whatever. Like, <laughs> you want like an anagram stuff. I, I, I don't care. Yeah, your wax cylinder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to listen to my band, like I'll put it on whatever medium you want. But I was like, it just is confusing to me. I was like, okay. I mean, I guess we'll make tapes. And tapes are the first thing that sold out. Wow, that's, that's <laughs> but, bizarre. But it's, it's definitely a North American thing because the tape, you know, Fighter Records sent us our cut and everything. And they just decided to make tapes on a whim. It was like a last minute thing. You know, Dave was like, our record label guy was like, I want to make some tapes. I was like, oh, sweet. And he sent us our cut and he, 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 he can't move them in Europe. But over here, they were gone day one. Every single one of them, gone. I was like, well, shows what I know. <laughs> well, yeah. I was, like, I was kind of like, well, these will be a cool novelty thing at the merch table. They never made it to the merch table. They're gone. Wow. Day one. Man, yeah, so. you're right. You can't fast forward and rewind without having to stop and see where it's at. The mm-hmm. art sucks because it's the smallest art, even worse than CDs. Yeah. I mean, our tape design was really cool. It, it, they, they did this blue tape with yellow lettering and it looks sick. But, um, I don't know. I, I have some tapes. I don't have any way to, I mean, I know I do have a way to play them. It's just not hooked up, but I mean, I, I, my old stoner band, we, uh, someone lent us a van to go on tour. We did a tour from Vancouver, BC to like almost Newfoundland. So across the entire country, this guy loaned us a van. He's like, yeah, you can use my van for the tour. I'm like, you know, we're going 13,000 kilometers, right? Like, <laughs> we're on a long ass way. And we were, I bet we were like, this is a long time ago. We were nuts like we were completely nuts i was like you're gonna give it to us like yeah okay we brought it back with a blown transmission and a hole in the roof (laughs) (laughs) to this day i don't know how the hole in the roof got there and i didn't and i didn't even know it was there until he's like how did this like i understand the transmission being fucked up but like where'd the hole in the roof come from and i'm like what hole in the roof it's like this hole in the roof of the van i was like oh 
well, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it only it only had a tape deck in it, so we started going to like all these secondhand stores in Canada, and all they had was like the worst hair metal bands. Like all they had was like Slaughter and Kicks and the Harem Scarum and all these. Bands. Uh, oh we, man, we just bought it. I was like, fuck it, we'll just. So we started this tradition called like hair metal uh, poetry slam. So we would just like <laughs> we just like read the mood. Read the lyrics like beat next and then like snap <laughs> the things that you do the things that you do on a cross Canada tour when you're driving through Ontario going you know 40 miles an hour because that's the speed limit on a like dude if you ever go through Ontario which I don't know why you ever would but it's it's there's a big stretch of it it's just it's the biggest province in Canada it's fucking it's bigger than most countries are and the, the highway is like one lane each way for like days and the speed limit is like 80 kilometers an hour so that's like 60 miles an hour 50 miles an hour it's awful we're just like mm. we're never going to get to toronto we're never going to get to toronto we're never going to get to toronto <laughs> it's just like it, it, it's bad and then all we had was kicks to like you know, oh, you know get, get us through there was just nothing we couldn't find anything good it was like the best tape we had was a Boney M tape or something. Like, that one was always, like, <laughs> entertaining. But you just it was all these old hair metal tapes that people in Kamloops, B.C. had, like, sold to the pawn shop for, like, $5 just to get them out of their house. <laughs> I need beer but, money, so... <laughs> yeah, so I have a whole bunch of hilarious... I have, like, all the 80s Kiss albums on tape. Like, all the non-makeup Kiss albums and stuff. It's It's hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, you know, kicks, kiss, still all bad yeah. and slaughter. I'd like to figure out how that hole in the roof got there. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right, boys. This, this is fun, but I should probably run. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, we're going to be here all night. I'm fine. I'm thinking about popping another beer, so that means I got to run. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I just finished Guinness number two, yeah, I, I should probably, probably finish up two or. Oh, it's, it's super great to, to meet you guys virtually and talk, man. This is really cool. Yeah. Like I said, these sometimes these things are excruciating, but this was the opposite. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah we didn't know how this would go. This is awesome. Yeah. So, so let me know if it, when, it get, when and if it gets posted anywhere, and I will, uh, you know, I will jump on and listen to it. And if you want to post any of that extracurricular story stuff, go ahead, too. I don't care. <laughs> well, we, we may do a two episode and, and we'll run it by you. And, and as long as you're good with it, we'll, we'll put it up and let you know. Uh, I, I don't have any of my, I don't have anything I don't mind being broadcast. I don't have any opinions or words that I don't mind being broadcast on the internet. I mean what I say and I say what I mean. That, that goes with us. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Good talking and we'll see you later. Sounds All right. Good. Thanks. Right. Nice guy. Yeah. Pretty cool. Wasn't sure I'd go because, I mean, literally, who who have we had on? We've had Sam and Emily, who we personally know. So, that, that, that was awesome. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Now I got to check out this record company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that when when he's talking about the record companies. All I could think of was uh, the Bee Gees from uh, Sergeant Pepper's movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he said it was Fighter Records, and I I, I pulled them up, and I I had uh, the most recent Metalhead box I got I had a band from Canada called Ice War. Remember I was telling you about that. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is that the record company? Yeah, it's the same record company. Nice. 
So I was, you know, that was the first thing I saw when I pulled up the, the record, me that fighter records. And I was like, shit, I just got that ice war album. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, the uh, defender destroyer or their sacred land from this year? Sacred land. Nice. Man, yeah. These, and it's, it, and it is for, for a, a band that I had never heard of that album kicks ass. I was, nice. I was really happy that that one showed up in the metalhead box. So nice. Huh? Yeah. I just looked them up. Uh, so that's cool. I've, I've actually listened to uh, Hyperion before yeah. and uh, yeah, it looks like they have a couple I've actually listened to. So, I mean, Greyhawk is, is out of the uh, listen to three or four. I, I Greyhawk's up there at the top for me, but yeah, they've got some, they've got a nice stable. Yeah. Yeah. Excalibur. I've, I've listened to a few of those. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Airborne. I've not really listened to them. Kind of went through all of them. I, I may have exhausted the ones I know I've listened to. Um, Witchfire, I've listened to. They're good. I, I like them. Guess I don't know for sure if they're still around. Uh, no, 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 they're not. Okay, they they were good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's good. He's he's got some good stories. I, I would also like to know how the roof cut off the van, but it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like nobody's ever going to know, or or the one dude who does know is never going to tell. <laughs> And I get that. If we're in a band going across country and I'm the one who blew off the roof and you're like, who blew it off? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part part two with Darren from Greyhawk. Uh, again, um, because I think this will probably be in the first episode, but there are two Greyhawk heavy metal bands in the United States. This is the Seattle Greyhawk as opposed to the Ohio. So so slight spelling difference. Slight. Yeah, this one was an E. Yep. And the other has an A. Oh, two A. Well, okay, this one has an E at the gray and an A in the hawk, of course, because it's not Greyhawk. <laughs> Why didn't the Greyhawks take the ring into Mordor? <laughs> no. I don't don't start. Don't start with that. <laughs> no, no. So E and an A, and then the other Greyhawk are A and A. Um, but yeah, this yeah. Yeah, very, very kick-ass metal band from yes, Seattle. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what to say now because we, yeah, um, share us, of course, um, friends, family, you know, spread <laughs> us around like uh, like the pox, you know, like that STD that you quite haven't gotten rid of after that third girlfriend and uh, yeah, you know, we, Did we you got to tell your wife about that. Did she, it, I, I got cleaned out most mostly when it flares up you know i just tell her i'm too tired <laughs> she, she doesn't listen to these anyways so. i know hey honey have you listened to any of our 200 podcast episodes what are you kidding me fuck no <laughs> you know i could i can hear that <laughs> i can hear her saying that I already have to listen to you in her personal life. I don't want to put you on the radio on my way into work. <laughs> Calvin haired bastard. <laughs> but yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on, uh, of course, Podbean, where we're, we're based out of. So I'm assuming you already know that. And uh, all sorts of places. Yeah. But Twitter, Twitter, right? Uh, yes, we are on Twitter. We're worldwide, baby. We're all over the place. Yeah. I mean... Not as much as Motley Crue in the 80s. You know, keep in mind that if you're 19 and listening to this, there's a good chance Vince Neal or Nikki Six is your dad. 
<laughs> Wait, if you're how old? I don't know. I just picked a number. I've been drinking all night. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like 30-some years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's close. 19? <laughs> that's, that's about close. That's right. I, my math's not too far off, and considering during the interview, I had two big Guinness, and before that, I had four or five pints at Scarlet Lane, and before that, I had another big Guinness halfway through my hikes. I My level of sobriety today is not doing too bad, considering the amount of alcohol I have consumed, my good sir. <laughs> okay okay i'll give you that and yeah 19 30 years ago that would be you know what what what's 30 years ago when would they what album like that would have been uh 90 91 that would have been a couple oh. years after dr feelgood came all out. right yeah dr feelgood yeah so, so yeah. yeah still 19 to 24 is pretty good chance that one of the guys is your dad or david lee roth no wait ni- 19 would have been 30 years ago yeah 90 30 years ago yeah Yeah, never mind you're right <laughs> see told you <laughs> damn it so, yeah, and you're that's... supposed to be the math wizard listen to the wisdom of the wizard <laughs> don't, i, I don't, did earlier but but don't wait for the wizard because you are the wizard that's right <laughs> yeah that's what i forgot to tell him that that the, the lyrics to that kind of remind me of the movie willow early in the movie when he they're you know they're still in the his, his village and the, the the wizard guy is looking you know his, his, his yearly thing of he, he's looking for an apprentice and which finger holds the power and you know willow almost says mine and instead of picking the wizard guy's finger and you know of course they all get it wrong because they don't give the answer willow should have given <laughs> uh, right but yeah yeah then the, yeah 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 the wizard knows yes exactly see <laughs> the wizard knows the powers in you yeah if you don't know what the hell we're talking about go listen to greyhawk yeah actually there's some wonderful awesome fantasy lyrics in there with dragons and things frozen in time and wizards and it's awesome yeah but anyway i'm i'm good if you're good i'm good so quick interruption here for the ending of the greyhawk interview but yes um jody and i after the like literally days after the interview found out that darren actually kicked some dude's ass who came into a concert to a show to um to shoot people had a gun and darren saved some damn motherfucking lives yeah they did took a bullet to the leg too yeah and he mentioned doing powerlifting which probably helped because they they posted a week or two later about you know they showed pictures of him standing up he had crutches mm-hmm. he was he was standing. Yeah. So, so we, we just want to point that out and how awesome that is. And, you know, you know, another reason to, to check these dudes out. Yes. I, I may have sent Darren a, uh, because in one of the, I forget which one of the one or two parts at the time we're recording this right now, uh, we talked about Belgian beers and how he can't get many where he's at and how Indiana has a specific brewery. I mm-hmm. may have sent him a care package <laughs> and, and I, I do believe at, uh, I don't know how he likes all of them, but he was enjoying the, uh, either the double or the quad. <laughs> nice. So, but anyway, he does seem to be up and moving around. So we're glad it's working, you know, because as we record this addendum, it's been a while and they're back doing shows and, and hopefully, you know, Darren's continuing to heal, but 
but wanted to recognize that something really fouled up happened within days after talking to us, which, which, yeah. 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 It was a little shocking. I got on Twitter and I was scrolling through and somebody posted about it and they showed a picture of him. Uh, I think he was in the hospital. Uh, not, he wasn't in the hospital bed, but I think he was in his hospital room sitting in the chair and I was like, holy shit, we just interviewed this guy on our podcast. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I, I'm on their Facebook page. Like they actually am on their Facebook page enough to see their notifications. And it came up and I'm like, you know, Greyhawk has a new post. So I checked it out. I'm like, holy mother, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was definitely, I, I mean, it, it was cool that he, you know, he stopped the guy and everything. I was just, I was really glad that nobody got hurt, you know. Well, m- more than, yeah, more than. Well, well not, yeah, I mean you know nobody i was really glad nobody died <laughs> yes yes i sorry he had to take a bullet to the leg but i'm glad that he actually was able to stop the guy from making it any worse and that he survived it so right one of the not the best but one of the best outcomes that could possibly be yeah so yeah kudos darren Woo. yep all right but that, that's it i just I just thought we'd put that out there and, and then we'll let you get back to the end of this episode. Did Sounds good to me. Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 yeah, me too. I should probably get some sleep. So you're, <laughs> that's you're done. What, that's, that's my goal. <laughs> all right. In that case, I'm James. I'm Jody. <laughs> and we'll talk to y'all later. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Could have been. Who knows? I, I, you know, who knows? Not me. Or, or well, here, can can we do the outro for the break first? Like, sure. Uh, yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Let's just do it that way. Because I'm trying to think of how to get out, but that might be easier on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, me and my fucking calvin from calvin and hobbs hair right now after sweating all day <laughs> Jesus. That's why i wore a hat man i don't care <laughs> <laughs> you don't look as much like your dad when you do it that way that's true because <laughs> i have hair <laughs> if i turn myself upside down i'd be like you with the beard yeah there you go <laughs> black metal <laughs> <laughs> that's cult so cult it's well that's the that's the the black metal logo for the podcast oh, yeah. <laughs> why did they call you a sheep shagger dave hey wait what never mind <laughs>